Alrighty, so yeah, the Bible reading's from Psalm 145. A psalm of praise of David. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. They speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All your works praise you, Lord. Your faithful people extol you. They tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all people may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. The Lord upholds all who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. we go. Okay, we're looking at the Psalms again, Psalm 145, and if we come to a title today, uh, fitting with that Psalm we just had read to us, Praising God Forever, the idea of us praising God for all time, forever and ever. And look, let's be honest, there are ordinary days, an ordinary repetitive day, just another day that we go through. What does it look like you, for you for an ordinary day? Is it work, chores, um, family life? What is it? Tell me. What's an ordinary day for you? Housework. Housework. <laughs> Very good. Driving kids around. Driving kids around, yes. Anything else that's in the ordinary days? What's that? School. Ah, oh, yes, of course be very long days at school. I remember some very long days at school. A teacher just keeps waffling on and it's a hot day and you're sitting there. It seems to last forever. Yes? Oh, lots of things and it's just heartache at times. Anything else in an ordinary day? (laughs) The sun comes up, it goes down. Yes, that's very good. It's interesting, and I thought this might happen, no one's mentioned anything about God in this. An ordinary day and there's no mention of praising God. (laughs) It's only on Sundays, is it? (laughs) Very good, very good. But surely, like this psalm, an ordinary day should include us praising God. 
And in fact, that's what Psalm 145 is all about. It's a call for us in whatever we're going through to lift our attention towards God and to praise Him. King David, in all his responsibilities, he had a lot on his plate. And yet here he is leading the way in praising God. Whatever day we're going through, whether it's an exciting day, something fresh, something news happening, or whether it's a a mundane day, whatever it is, whatever it looks like, there is a call on our lives to praise our God. For our lips, our hearts, our whole being, to lift our attention towards God and to praise Him. As we see in verse 3, I'm going to read that verse again to us. It says, Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. God is God. He is the Lord. He is worthy of praise. God's greatness no one can fathom. It's because God is beyond human understanding. We can look to God's greatness, but we can't truly grasp the greatness of it. That's how big and great our God is. And in that, we are told to bring praise to God. Praise because of God's mighty works, things that he has done. We see the term in verse 3 to 6 of mighty acts, wonderful works, great deeds. We're talking about miracles, something that God has done, which is just mind-blowing. What can you think of? I'd love for you to share something that God has done, that you can give praise to God for in the past or in the present season, something even in a story that you love of God's work in the Bible. Yep. Yeah, isn't it sad that quite often it comes back to outward appearance, that that's what it comes back to when reality is all people are made in God's image? Yeah. yeah, the creation, back to Genesis 1. That's a mighty work of God's beautiful creation. The, yeah, Jesus and everything we see in Jesus and, and the mighty works of Jesus. That's right. Well, maybe we think of uh, some amazing stories in the Old Testament, the parting of the waters uh, for, for Israel to walk through um, or... Uh, some of the, uh, I'm always blown away by the story in the book of Daniel uh, of the fiery furnace and uh, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego are, are thrown in there and they come out and not a single hair is scorched, not a single s- smell of smoke on their body. It's an incredible, the works of God. And these works lead people to rejoice. And indeed in the midst of, of God's mighty works, we see God's character shine through in verse 8. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. This verse here echoes back to Exodus 34 when the Ten Commandments were given. And these very similar words were, were spoken about God's character and how he is always gracious and compassionate. He is always rich in love, slow to bring about his anger. That's the way that God always has been and always will be. It's part of who God is. And in Psalm 145, we also see a picture that God has an everlasting kingdom. Multiple times it says throughout this psalm, forever and ever, because the things of God last. They don't 
um, come down and they're not torn away. Through all generations, the everlasting kingdom continues. God's kingdom goes on and on. And that's a reason to praise God because of his kingdom. And then we've given another image, the idea that God is faithful to his promises, that God is always trustworthy. God's promises always come to pass. God provides for us. We ask him and he delivers. I think we've already had some thoughts on this very topic earlier on in the video and the idea that even when things aren't going well, we look to the bigger picture. Take that step back and look at all that's going on and to say, yes, God, you are at work even though it's a bit messy at the moment in my situation. And then Psalm 145 makes the point that we as people, we cry out to God and God hears those cries. God helps us to overcome whatever's before us. God help, God's help is for those that are bowed down God upholds those that fall. God's help is for those whose eyes are lifted and look to him. God is there and he helps us to overcome. Whatever we face in life, whether it is um, sickness and disease or trouble or heartache, the wonderful promise is that God helps us to overcome. We call on him and he helps us. And in the midst of that, we always need to remember that there is hope for our future. And so we put all of these things together, and that's what Psalm 145 is trying to do. It's trying to say, it's trying to call us together to say, look, there's mighty works that have happened, that are happening now, and that will happen in the future. God has a kingdom that just goes on and on forever. God has made promises, and he is trustworthy to those promises and God hears our heart cries and he helps us. And all of these things combine together to bring praise to God. Praise to the wonderful God behind it all. In, in the version that we read in the NIV, it uses the word extol. Does anyone know what the word extol means? One, one version, it was exuberant praise. It's this idea that it was like all of, all of your body praising God. It's, it's a, a similar word to praise, but it's about a depth to it, a, a greater commitment. And indeed, we see that in King David. Remember when the ark came in, into uh, Jerusalem? Have you read that story in the Bible before? Would you say that David was extolling God at that time? He was dancing around praising God. He was exuberant in his worship. Indeed, it is wonderful. I love it when people are exuberant in praising God. I think it's a beautiful picture of how important God is. But God can also be significant and full of praise in quiet moments too. I've got a challenge for you this week or an exercise. Get a piece of paper. Go through Psalm 145. You could even make four different categories. Start writing down some mighty works of God. Write down something that you like about God's kingdom and how it lasts forever. Write down something about God's faithfulness and how he's trustworthy. Write down a, a situation where God has helped you. And I tell you what, you will finish that with words of praise towards God. 
guarantees. If you lift your attention towards God and his goodness, you will praise God. So you're in your devotional time this week. Let me challenge you to have a go at this and praising God for his goodness. And wonderful, a wonderful reminder in this psalm is that it's not only a call across all time, but it's a call for each generation to keep talking to each generation and modelling what it is to praise God. I know that Noah loves, Pastor Noah here loves this psalm for this exact reason, because there's this reminder for each generation to keep praising God. And isn't it good that Pastor Noah loves the Scriptures uh, and that he knows, knows God's words? That's wonderful. And isn't it, blessing, isn't it a blessing to have a church family of different generations here? Isn't it nice that there's, there's different ages as we gather together? And sure, we might have a, a different style of worship that we really prefer, or there might be some differences in the way that we dress or look, but there's something that binds us, and that's our faith. And, and it's in that that we can encourage each other and we can come together in faith in Jesus and, and, and talk and listen to each other. And our hope is that our praise of God will shine through as we talk about what God is doing in our midst. And that's what Psalm 145 verse 4 is all about. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. We talk about what God is doing in our life and we share it with others. We have a story as a community here. 18 months ago, um, we were praying over Matthew's heart. It had a hole in his heart and his situation was bad. And God heard those prayers and his heart was healed. And we praise God for that. We're able to pray and and get alongside each other. And and it doesn't matter what generation we are. We're able to, to lift up the name of God together, praise him. And honour him. And then at the end, after all that this psalm points to, in verse 21, my mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Every person, you and me, every person forever and ever, through all generations, for each generation may we praise God. That's what this psalm is calling us to. It's talking us about us honouring God. And as I mentioned, that might look very different for individuals. Some people might praise God in a very quiet and a reflective way. Others might be more public and exuberant in praising God. There are many different ways and different styles. Some people love to sing along to organs and to praise God with traditional organ, well, what we call traditional organ music. An interesting fact there is that when the organ first came out, it was called the devil's instruments because it was used in the theatre and therefore they shouldn't be having that theatre music in the church. Uh, and then as generation comes by, the, the electric equipment comes and someone say, well, it's electric equipment, that can't be of God. But it's not about the equipment, it's not about the, the different stuff. It's about us praising God. It's about us having a heartfelt response towards God. And the music can help us, and that's why we use it. Um, But it's about us saying, God, I want to bring you honour today. And there's so many different ways of doing that. From quiet, reflective times to loud, 
public worship with flashing lights and smoke machines and all the rest that can go with it. There's such a diversity. But isn't that wonderful that in God's family there is such diversity? I've been to services where it's not my preferred worship style and yet I felt I can join in the worship because it's genuine and people are singing praises to God. And there's other times where I've just gone there and go, this is the best. <laughs> I'm really enjoying what's taking place. It's probably more the style that I've uh, grown accustomed to in worshipping God. But in the midst of that, I want to challenge us to actually um, notice when people are praising God and actually seek to spend some time with them in that praising. And there's so many different ways. Maybe someone loves to, to sing and play their guitar or, or maybe they love to, um, to play a musical instrument and, and praise God through, through music. Well, why not ask to sit alongside them and, and go and spend some time and praise God together? Maybe it's more of a quieter thing that you've noticed that someone um, talks about how much they, they enjoy quietly reflecting over the scriptures or going in and going out into the wilderness somewhere and, 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 and praising God. Maybe that could be something that you could join them in and go along and praise God in his creation. Uh, maybe someone talks about the joy they get for serving someone else. They, they have this ministry where they, they, they're out in the community serving, I think a, a soup kitchen or, or many things that people might invest into and they find joy. Well, why not go along and join in with that? And, and, and praise God through serving. There's so many different ways. Maybe it could be, you know, someone they just love to testify to God and what he's doing, and you go and have a coffee with them and actually listen to those wonderful stories about what God's up to. It's about us being intentional to have a role model in our life that actually is all about praising God. Someone who's going to declare God's praises uh, and to bring honour to God in what they're doing. So that's another challenge for us, to actually think about someone that we could praise God with uh, this week. So, may 145 sing true to us. May we be full of praises to God forever and ever. May we stop in that ordinary routine and may we give God the glory amidst all that's going on in our lives. Let's pray. Our Father, we come to acknowledge that you are great. We come to give you the praise and honour. Lord, we pray that you will help us in our daily lives to bring praise to your name. We thank you that you are there to hear our cries, that you have done amazing things in the past and that you continue to do amazing things. Help us to trust in you and to be led closer to you each day. And Lord, I pray that you will work amongst us, amongst all the generations of our church, that we will praise your name uh, each day and be a, a wonderful example to each generation. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.